good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I hope everybody is blessed and highly favored. Wherever you are in this world, giving honor to the Most High Yah, the Queen Mother, the Holy Spirit, and your son Yeshua. Um, It's been a minute. The last time I was on here was June 12th. That's been a long time. But sorry, I've been away for a while. A lot of events happened. My husband and I are grandparents again to a beautiful grandson. Um, So we've been spending time doing that. There's also a lot of other things that I really can't talk about right now, but I told you guys I would come in once it was done and tell you guys about the journey. And then it's just exhaustion, just of watching everything that's going on. It is like a clusterfuck of things that's going on in this world. So this is a rant. Um, because I've been sitting back since the 12th and I've been very busy and I know you guys have too. And, um, I'm just listening and watching at the lies and the propaganda and just people just really losing their shit. I, it is just amazing to watch. But like I said before, the most high had revealed to me in 2019, if you go back in my podcast, I said it. That it was a season of exposure. One of the things that I've really been enjoying is this journey since the beginning, excuse me, since the beginning of watching Kwame Brown on YouTube and the exposure of the industry. Now, I said a long time ago, it's funny because I just got off the phone with our son and we was having a conversation about the sports industry. I wanted to ask him what he thought of the NCAA because, you know, my son is... I'm biased, but I'm telling the truth. He's a beast at basketball. And um, I wanted his thoughts on that. Excuse me, I'm eating fruit, trying to lose weight around here in these streets. Um, But this Kwame Brown journey has been amazing to watch because he said things that I have been saying for years. And I'm not saying, oh, I said it first. I don't believe in that mess. I'm just saying that a lot of things that he has said on his um, podcast, I agree with. And I'm glad that someone, especially a black man, is not scared to stand up and speak truth. You don't have to agree with everything that everybody is saying. You don't have to agree with everything that everybody is doing. But can you just take the time to get out your own way and listen to their version of it? Take your version of it. Collectively put your experiences together and come up with a solution. I'm so sorry for chewing in y'all ear, but I really don't eat. And my daughter was saying if I wanted to lose weight, I had to stop not eating. So I'm trying to eat during the day fruits and stuff so please forgive me so since we're on sports (laughs) I want to talk about the sister girl I think her name is Shakiri who ran track now my husband and I he watched the track qualifications and it was a um she was amazing she reminds me of Flojo 
Um, and I just love her confidence. I love her confidence in the fact that she believes in herself. So I've been watching social media to see people's opinion about it. So let me preface my statement with saying I don't have a opinion as far as people smoking weed. Like it's not my business what grown people do. Like that's your choice. I do feel like if you're going to take part in the marijuana, I feel like you should be functioning. Like if I had an opinion about it, I don't like lazy marijuana smokers. I don't smoke marijuana. Um, I don't even drink. Um, unless it's an occasion where I just had a day and I may have a half a beer or a glass. I got a whole bottle of Moscato that's probably going to be in my refrigerator for a year. Like, I don't, I don't do it. I got my feel of that in my 20s. So, but I don't knock anybody who does. So I'm going to preface my statement with, girl, we got to work twice as hard to get half, half of what they have. However... I'm not judging her and all those people who are out there judging her like glass houses, people like you point one finger, you got three pointing back at you. So make sure your house clean. That's facts. Um, but I still think that they should let her run. Um, that's just me. Had that same energy that you have for Michael Phelps, because it's funny. I forget. I think her name was Marion Jones. And for years, this proves that I'm a sports head. For years, they have been coming after her for steroid use, for steroid use. Now, I'm the type of person that I pay attention to what people say, and I also pay attention to what people don't say. Um, because you got to read between the lines. And I remember when she came out and finally admitted it, and I remember saying to my husband, she was being exported that whole time. And whoever was using that against her, she was probably paying them off. And she probably just got fed up and, and came out and told the truth about it. It's funny because in the sports area, in the sports area, y'all love to talk about substance abuse. And you shouldn't do this and you can't do that and you can't take this. Yet and still, drug, we, don't we got an opioid problem in the United States of America? Isn't it everywhere? I'm not saying everybody's doing it. It's everywhere. Players get injured. Players get injured. You are playing a sport. No matter if it's basketball, football, soccer, tennis, track and field, gymnastic, players get injured. So do you have something out there for them to take or do where they won't, you know, pop on a piss test or whatever? But I'm just curious to know because Serena said something years ago. Why did y'all drug test her anyway? Like, was this a drug test that she knew about? But was it one of them random pop-up drug tests? Because I remember I watched a documentary about Serena Williams. And one of the things that she said is she's the most drug-tested athlete in the tennis world. Go look it up. It's in, one, it's, in, it's in the documentary, I think. She did several. There's one that's called Venus and Serena, and then there's one that Serena did on her own. I think it's just called Serena. I think it's on HBO, if I'm not mistaken. HBO or Netflix. But in this documentary, she says that. She says they just pop up. I'm the most drug-tested athlete in the tennis industry. 
So my thing was, you knew that she was on her way to greatness. You knew that Shakiri and uh, Sister Girl, I hope I'm not messing up your name because that is not my intention um, because I don't want to disrespect the queen. I don't. But I feel like I'm glad that she owned it. She was like, yeah, I did it. Like, she didn't hee harm around it. She didn't politically correct your ass. She was like, I was grieving my mother and I did it. And so that she owned it. For me, that's enough. Like, I don't feel like she even had to do that because I feel like it's none of our business. But I feel like it was a setup. I do feel like it was a setup because y'all don't want us to be great. You just don't. The second part, so shout out to her because she was going to, I don't know what the decision, I don't know if they're going to let her run or not. But keep your head up, girl. Don't let this deter you. Make smarter decisions as we all have to. But don't let this discourage you because can't nobody stop your greatness. What God has planned for you, can't nobody take away from you anyway. So keep it pushing. Keep your head up and don't let these naysayers, whether they're from our community or other communities or people who are in the sports industry that that are talking shit and ain't even never... um, play the sport you don't owe us anything you owe it to yourself and to the most high who gave you the ability to be great that's what i want to say to you sister second rant why do y'all worship false idols that's what i want to know Because the Most High's word clearly tells you, do not worship false idols. Now, I'm going to preface my statement by saying, I'm born and raised. I'm born and raised in California. Shout out to DJ Quick. I'm born and raised in California. I have grew up all over California, Southern California, Los Angeles, Riverside, Oceanside, San Diego, Marino Valley, Inland Empire. I've grown up all over Southern California. And y'all know it's because I was a foster kid. Born in San Diego, raised in LA. So I'm an American citizen. I'm a foundational black American. Period. Point blank. But y'all kill me with this fake patriotism. Like. (laughs) This is the girl. Turn her her back on the flag. And y'all in an uproar about it. And I know I'm kind of late to the party. Because it happened like two weeks ago. But I still gonna speak on it. That is her constitutional right. To protest any way that she sees fit. As long as it is peaceful. Didn't I read the constitution to y'all on this. On, on my um, podcast. I read the constitution to y'all. And the amendments. And I might have to do it again for some clarity. Because I still have to finish it up. Been very busy. So forgive me for that. Y'all the flag this. The flag that she disrespected the flag. And Megan whoever she is. McCain. Girl you. I'm so. I, first of all. I don't watch cackling hens. I don't watch the talk. I don't watch the view. I just see the snippets online. But girl bye. Girl goodbye. Like nobody cares about your opinion because you intentionally and purposely try to rile people up. It's just your privilege. It's just what you do. 
She says she's an activist athlete and I believe her and I feel like she has every right to do it. Let me back up, rewind. I don't feel like we should be having an Olympics, period, point blank. What's the point? How is having the Olympics going to benefit anybody in the United States other than you getting a piece of gold that ain't nobody really going to give a damn about when it's all said and done? But you need it for your achievements and I'm not knocking that. I had a whole podcast on how trophies and, and all this stuff, what is the significance of it? How does it help your community? How does it help the influx of homeless that homelessness that's going on out here um, because of COVID-19? But I digress. So I, I don't blame her. That's the way she felt. She has her constitutional right. She has the right to peacefully protest and she peacefully protested. And all y'all out here who got y'all panties in a bunch because she turned her back need to sit down and shut the fuck up. That's my second cuss word. You really do because until y'all correct that insurgency that happened on the Capitol on January 6th, 2021, we don't have nothing. We don't have anything to say. We are not talking about people holding their fist up. We are not talking about people who are turning their back to the flags. We are not turning. We're not talking about people who are bowing a knee and not standing up. We're not going to have a conversation about them until y'all hold these people responsible for the insurgency and the insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th. Until they are held accountable for their actions because they clearly didn't peacefully protest. Clearly a state Capitol police officer is dead and y'all tried to lie and tell us that he died of natural causes. Y'all can believe that if you want to, especially after it was being reported that he was sprayed with bear spray. And I've been doing my research and bear spray ain't no joke. And I've been asking around, it's no joke. So at the end of the day, I got a whole uncle who's very country and very knowledgeable because he's in his late 70s. And if I want to get any information, I, that's one of the first people I go to. Shout out to Uncle Dennis. At the end of the day, until you guys correct that and talk about that, we don't want to hear nobody's panties getting in a bunch about anyone peacefully protesting their right for black lives or Latino lives or LGBTQ lives. I don't want to hear it until you correct that until people are held responsibility for the insurrection at the Capitol. We y'all can keep your mouth shut. We're not even having this conversation. So shout out to you, sister girl for standing up for what you believe in, because isn't that the point of it all? Isn't your American right as an American citizen to peacefully protest and stand up for what you believe in, stand up for the injustices, stand up for inequality, stand up? Or is that just a talking point? Are y'all just running y'all mouth playing games and pretending? Because you know I have my theory about that also. I feel a lot of this shit is a lie. And I feel like y'all being exposed. Black Lives Matter movement has already been exposed. The Me Too movement has already been exposed. The Time Up movement has already been exposed. Hell, feminism has already been exposed. When are we going to stop joining these organizations that don't have our best interest at hand and start standing up for ourselves? 
When are y'all going to stop listening to these celebrities and stand up for yourself and do your own research and educate yourself and figure out where you stand and what you're going to stand on? Again, figure, do the research for yourself. Pick your lane, same way I pick my lane. My lane is trying to educate people on our greatness. That's one of the reasons why I do um, Black America. When when was America ever great for Black Americans? That's why I do the episodes on Black inventors, male or female, because I want I don't want to continue talking about the negativity. I want you guys to realize, including myself, because I need that encouragement also. So when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself too. Like manifest it, like repeat over and over again, you're beautiful and you're great. I need that same reassurance. So one of the main premises of my podcast really is that. Yes, I talk about everyday things and everyday issues, and sometimes I can get down with the best of them. But for the most part, I want us to be truly educated on our history as a people because we're not truly being educated in these schools and in these colleges. So pick what it is you want to stand on. I want to stand on the greatness of our people, our black people, our brown people, the greatness of that, what we have done and what we have created and who hasn't been acknowledged so we can give them their flowers, whether they're no longer with us or whether they're here. And then I'll put the information out there, hoping that you guys decide to do the research on your own. That's my lane. I'm standing in it. I'm proud of it. I love it. I enjoy it because I learned so much. So at the end of the day, people's constitutional rights is being violated all really nearly up, up in here. And you same people who are sitting up there complaining about her doing something that she constitutionally has a right to do. What you doing? What what do you stand for? Do you stand for continuing to oppress foundational black Americans? Is that why? Someone said, I'm tired of hearing about the Black Lives Matter. Well, you tired of hearing. What's that girl, Rachel Nichols? That's a whole nother episode. But um, who just got busted on ESPN, which is problematic. But anyway, talking about that sister girl. Look, let me tell you something, Rachel Nichols, after I've done my research and listened to very podcasts, since we're on sports, we're going to stay on it. You are purely got your um, job because of nepotism. So let's see what nepotism is, y'all. Ready? What is the definition of nepotism? Here's the definition of nepotism. The practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives or friends, especially by giving them jobs. Did you hear that? So you clearly got your job through nepotism. But the sister girl that you was talking about, I'm pretty sure she clearly earned her. She paid her dues. She went to school. Didn't nobody put her in that position. And you have the audacity. Some people were offended that she was laughing at the Me Too movement and the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not mad, nor am I shocked. 
not shocked at all. Y'all out here really got to really decipher who's really your allies. And I've said this before. A lot of people want to post Black Lives Matter on their cars and on their windows and pretend like they down for the cause. Vet your allies. You got to vet them. Because everybody out here smiling in your face, pretending to be about your about protecting black lives is not really about that. A lot of these people are infiltrators. So you got to have your third eye open. You got to be in your spiritual realm so the most high can reveal to you who it is and who it isn't. I mean, we have insurgents in our own community. So we damn sure going to have them outside our community. You just got to vet them clearly. So at the end of the day, y'all sit on these paddles, the Stephen A. Smiths, the Skip Baylesses, the Rachel Nichols. Y'all have so much to say. You have no integrity because you're busted. Again, season of exposure, you busted. And then did she apologize? No, she didn't apologize. You had Kendrick Perkins and someone else talking. What are they talking for? First of all, why are men in women's business? Just like women shouldn't be in men's business. Y'all know how I feel about that. So Kendrick Perkins and this other gentleman shouldn't have had nothing to say. First of all, we don't even care that y'all speaking on her behalf. We don't care because we already know you cooning and buffooning. We don't care. And then you even said on another podcast, Kendrick Perkins, that you felt uncomfortable about it. You didn't even want to be involved. Then why didn't you tell your bosses that? Look, this is between that female and that female. I don't feel like none of us gentlemen should be involved in this. Let her handle it on her own because she really didn't apologize. Go look it up. There was no apology to the Maria girl at all. No apology. She said a couple of little things with her fake privileged tears, and then the black men started talking. When are y'all gonna stop start allowing you stop allowing yourself to be fooled? This is the same thing that Kwame has been talking about on his channel since they started messing with him and he spoke up after 20 years. This is the same thing he's talking about, the go along, get along game. The same thing I've been talking about in my life for years, and the same thing that I've been talking about since I started my podcast, use the God-given intuition and brain that you have for yourself. If you look around, the truth is being revealed to you. You just gotta, you just gotta be willing to accept the most high and accept what he's revealing to you, but that's on you. So at the end of the day, you can have an opinion. They like assholes, third cuss word. Everybody has one opinion. But to shoot down and to judge an opinion and judgment are two things. And I feel like Shakiri can still run and I feel like this sister girl should continue to protest. However, with families not being able to go to Tokyo and with the COVID cases still rising because they not telling you the truth about the COVID cases, but that's just my opinion because I read the news. I don't sit in front of the TV and let them pump lies into my brain and my spirit. I don't feel like we should have had an Olympics in the first place, but this is about money. This is not about life. So at the end of the day, um, even though I don't care for stack five, especially how they did Kwame Brown, him and Becky with the good hair. And, um, you know, I think what they did to Kwame Brown was inappropriate and they should have been grown men and apologized for it. But that's a whole nother story. I already talked about it. 
I believe that the the Olympics should be boycotted. I really do. I feel like when they came out before the trials even started, when they came out and said that you can't protest, they was talking to black people because black people was the only ones out here protesting. When they said that you couldn't do that in their country, I felt like a shouldn't a black athlete go. And you can go research in the archives of my podcast and you will see where I said it. It's probably in one of my rant episodes. I said, shouldn't a black athlete be participating in these Olympics? That's what I said after they came out and said, no protesting, no this and no that. That's what I said. So at the end of the day, you know, you have a right to protest. You have a right to your life. You have a right. Do you understand what I'm saying? It ain't freedom. Big Judah. Go look at Big Judah. He talks about the word freedom. It was very interesting. Shout out to Big Judah. Shout out to Brother L. Shout out to um, all these people speaking the true word and not what these other people are doing. But at the end of the day, there is a constitution. There are also amendments to the constitution. Know your rights. Know what you can and cannot do. Know how you can do it and how you cannot do it. And, you know, people's constitutional rights been violated since the inception of this country. So at the end of the day, I mean, even with them coming out, get back to work. You better get back to work. We ain't giving you no money. First of all, first of all, the money that you was given in unemployment is our money anyway. It's the taxpayer's money. So I'm sick of y'all talking about people don't want to go back to work because they're getting paid more on unemployment. That is false. That is false. Yes, I am grateful for unemployment and I'm pretty sure other people are too. But $900 or $300 or whatever you getting, $100, whatever you getting, is not even enough to pay your rent, let alone buy your food and get transportation to and from work. So you're asking somebody who was making $20 an hour or $30 an hour to go take a minimum wage job. How are they supposed to survive? And that's why it's an influx of homelessness. It's people out here really struggling. So before you fix your mouth to call people like me who lost their job, I didn't get fired. I got laid off and my employers still haven't called me. Technically, I have a job, but it's their responsibility to contact me. I need to contact my lawyer about that, but that's a whole nother story. At the end of the day, watch what you say because you're not walking in our shoes, you privileged people. Don't sit up here and pretend like we don't want to work. By the way, it's a 60-minute special about, or it was on CBS, about 40 million people quitting their job because they're sick of the okey-doke. They're sick of the okey-doke too. But see, the news media don't want to tell you the truth about how what really people feel. They want to prompt this propaganda to try to make you feel guilty. Pick your lane, pick, your, pick, pick it, stand on it, and speak up peacefully protest peacefully speak out do your research have your information and stand up on what's right y'all have a blessed day out there be safe out there love y'all i appreciate y'all for tuning in talk to you later